this week on Not Your Average Fangirls. But it's stupid because why would you not bring that, have that during tour time? Like, maybe they're touring dolls, so they have schedules. <laughs> what? <laughs> they have too many schedules. Also, we discussed the Burning Sun situation and our undying love for Epic High's new album. Check it out. Um, what's up everybody we are back for another week of k-pop madness we are not your average fangirls i am kat and there's been a lot of shit going on that's all i got like i'm confuddled (laughs) hey guys this is cynthia and i'm here to say that i miss bts with my entire soul thank you wow Hi everyone, it's Terika, and I second that motion that Cynthia said. Also, by the time you hear this, there'll be what twenty-four days till come back, something like that. So, yeah, we can get a teaser any day now. I'm not ready. Okay, nope. They have Never a countdown ready. going. Oh, that you said they have a comeback coming, and I was gonna fight. Like, I was gonna <laughs> <laughs> no, was I said you guys have a <laughs> Seriously, the whole world knows that BTS is having a comeback. <laughs> Let's be real. Anyways, hello everybody. My name is Carolina, and um, yep, yeah, that's today, <laughs> and that's today, everybody. First of all, I have to say huge congratulations to TXT because they've been winning on the shows lately. So yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They got their first win after like eight days. Yep. I'm just like, okay, they were just like, Itzy, no, you're going down. You said nine, I got eight. Eight, <laughs> baby. They cried. It was so sad, but cute and emotional. And I was like, oh. I know. The the backstage footage was really emotional, too. Like, they were crying still. And, wow. All I know is I saw a picture of TXT standing next to Ravi. And I've never been the same since then. Oh, they're, yeah, they're tall babies. It's they're cute. They're giants. They're yeah. enormous. But the thing is, when you see them just alone with each other, they, don't look big. they look small, but it's because they're all such similar height. Well, yeah, because when I walk next mm-hmm. to Kat, it's like, okay, but when I walk next to you, everyone thinks I'm 6'8". <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm not that tall. <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> anyway, but um, other big hit news, BTS uh, has announced that they're going to be on Saturday Night Live Woo! after their debut, or uh, not their debut, their comeback in april which we predicted well, i predicted <clears throat> actually yeah <laughs> because they were just like it's gonna be april 11 and kat was just like watch it's gonna be april 12th actually Boom. we're both right because isn't it the 12th over there or over here we know time i don't time know different time zones who knows who knows it's still the 12th yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're witches but bts did announce that they're gonna be snl on snl which is kind of huge uh with emma stone too who's a huge k-pop fan so i'm, really I'm so excited. excited about this i really hope that they are on a skit like i need them to be on a skit oh i'm sure they will be it's gonna be cute but they're gonna be performing their new comeback song like that's gonna be the debut stage like snl yeah. mm-hmm. they were just like the show debut we don't know her where <laughs> m countdown we don't know her we don't know her. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who was that? No, nah, it's all about SNL. I love that each year that their comeback stage is just bigger and bigger. Next, they're going to have like a comeback stage at like the Grammys, the White House when, you know, someone oh, else is a different president. John June is president. <laughs> yeah. right. At my house. I think that would be the biggest comeback stage at all. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody going to Turkey's house show up. <laughs> Pull through, fam. Let's go to some fucked up shit. Leo <clears throat> is not leaving SM. <laughs> I, I know. I got excited. 
Like, I got that. Like, Kat stopped what she was doing and she said, Theo's leaving us some. And I said, Yes! Why? Le- Turns like, out, because he deserves better. Yeah, but I think enough. he get like, Shit, I feel like. Enough. I feel like him and EXO is perfect. Like, their dynamic is perfect. I don't understand. I would be so upset. I was talking to Kenzie. I was talking to Kenzie about it, and she made a valid point. EXO is pretty much over. Let's be real. I mean, yeah. (laughs) is enlisting soon, and the rest of them are going to follow shortly after in line. So EXO is not going to be a complete nine. And a lot of their contracts are ending relatively soon. So, like, as much as it sucks, because I love EXO... We're never going to have a whole nine members of EXO, like, ever again. Damn, ever again? What you mean? Well, I mean, <laughs> it will I'm happen. Super it. Junior was, th- like, they're still together now. Like, I feel like it's still going to happen. Obviously, it's just the impending doom of them having to go to the military. Impending <laughs> doom. <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot, like, I'm saying, like, a lot of their contracts are coming to an end. If someone doesn't re-sign, like, D.O., if he doesn't re-sign, or Suho, I think, is another one whose contract is ending soon. Like, well, yeah. they don't resign, and they don't resign, and that's it. Well, yeah, you're right. They could just go to another company. Who said that? I mean, they will. Yeah, they they will. start their own company. Ooh. And for me, I think, like, Dio, he just, just, he's just a superstar, and he's in this little bubble. And it's very, I don't know, annoying to watch. I would love X- if EXO just left SM together as a whole. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Yeah, I feel like right now their SM is so focused on NCT that they're leaving everybody behind. Well, I think they did that because they know. They probably already had the heads up. Like, I'm sure they've talked about contracts, like, when they're starting to, like, come to an end. So they're like, okay, we need to focus on another major group to kind of, like, one, take the place of EXO and bring in the money. Yeah, and also, like, kind of keep, like, XOL's minds off of, like, as clearly they said, the impending doom. Go on vacation for two years. For two each. years each in Hawaii. That's the place. <laughs> KCON made some venue announcements this week, um, as well as venue changes and day changes. So KCON New York is going to be held for the first time in Madison Square Garden. Woo! Which is pretty fucking huge. Which yes! is also in New York because KCON New York has been in K- in Jersey. <laughs> but you know. So it's going to be held in Madison Square Garden in New York, actually, now, instead of in fucking Newark. It's going to be indoors now. It's going to be indoors, which is great because KCON New York is fucking hot. It is. Oh, my God. Every time. Outdoors is brutal. And L.A. is now going to get four days, which I'm curious is if it's another concert day or not, or if it's just an extra, like, purely convention day. It should be an extra Uh, concert day. I wouldn't see why they would add a convention. Like, everyone would be like, "Mm, okay. Yeah, because even (laughs) even on Sunday when it's convention day, you know that there's barely anybody that goes on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it is another concert, because, yeah, let's bring it all on. We will be at KCON LA most likely, so if you see us there. Look out for us. Say what's up. In some sad news, my baby from One Us is, you know, taking a break from promotions because of his health and also some personal reasons that he did not disclose, which, you know, he has every right to do so. And I hope that he gets well soon. I love you, baby. I hope you're having fun with your doggy and you're taking lots of pictures and reading lots of comics. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow germs really be out here y'all they be getting everybody i'm scared for my life every day <laughs> like, germs are all over the place <laughs> i'm just they, they out here they, right they just out um, here zello previously a bap now a solo artist is 
going solo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Same. It's cute because Solo went to Bang's freaking fan sign and got his album signed, and that was really adorable. It wow, was a double. Love. But also kind of low-key, like, I'd be salty because it's like, I try, I'm fighting hard to get into this fan sign. <laughs> <laughs> And you pretend I don't think like he took a slot, Terika. I don't think he, he took go. a slot. Yeah, I think no. he just texted him like, "Hey, I'm gonna show up," and 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 Bang was just like, "All right." Okay, I or know. His I'm just or something. saying they're just like, oh, "We're gonna go and support at the fan side." Like, no, if you're gonna support, you need to get the whole experience. You need to buy these albums. <laughs> sell these. You have to earn your spot. You have to earn your spot. Like, I just want every idol in the world ever to try the ticket for their own events at least one time. Like, Honestly or their friends, same. or have their friends ticket for their shows, and then give away the tickets. But, you if know. If BTS had a ticket, Yuki would get so mad. It'd be like 10 minutes, he'd be like, you know what, fuck this! They'd, they'd all I quit, like, like I really, anyway. I really think they'd all quit, and, like, a few of them would cry. Like, I just... Probably. Honestly, all of, them, all of them, all of them would be... Honestly, if it was BTS, like, that thing would just be hilarious, because I know half, like, all of them would be like, wait, wait, what just happened? Like, That's what I said. I said a new run episode that they try to get tickets for their own concert. Maybe they see how just, much fun they have. That should be a show in general when idols or idol best friends buy tickets to the, the shows. That should just be a yeah, whole reality true. show. The whole preparation, comeback season when you have to like or pre-order eighty thousand different things. We should have them buy everything that we buy. See yeah. how they like it. Bam! That's a show right there. Fan experience. We should make it. I mean, it won't dent their wallets like it does, it does for us, but damn. Yeah, understand true. at least they can understand right i know just so they get a more a better grasp of everything we do and yeah. so they can appreciate it more. or we, or we'd give them a budget for that like week like this is all you could spend and like you have to buy x amount of things and also <laughs> you just released that you're gonna sell tickets in two days so what you gonna do what you gonna do how you gonna, gonna prioritize <laughs> how are you gonna budget which bill are you not paying? <laughs> exactly. That, that should be like a whole thing. So they can be like, wow. So uh, we got to get into heavy stuff. And I'm sure a lot of people know what's coming. So we're going to do a little trigger warning for anyone who's triggered by violence, sexual assault, drugs, anything like that. Skip this part. We'll put a time in the description so yes. you can just skip over to the comebacks and the lighter things. Yeah. So, uh... Everyone who is going to listen to this knows about the whole situation right now in K-pop with a few idols and very heavy politician and police involvement in a scandal that has to do with rape, really? Yeah. Well, they're calling it like a prostitution ring. Yeah. Yeah. And some people said it was like a sex trafficking ring, too. So essentially what happened is a guy got beat up at this club in Korea called Rising Sun. Wait, it's a burning sun? I don't know. One of those things. Something about the sun. Um, So he got beat up at this club for trying to help a girl who was being sexually assaulted by a guy, sexually harassed. And he went to go tell security about it. And then they caught footage of security dragging him out of the club and beating him up on the side of the street. So this guy got taken to the police station and questioned, and he was utterly confused about what was going on like anyone else would be. When he got yeah. dragged by the police, he got also beat. You could yeah. see his mom trying to, like, get to him. Yeah. But, like, he, she couldn't because there were so many police officers gathering around and just beating him up. Like, for what? He's just trying to walk? After that, it opened a whole case about violence at the club, and then tax stuff came about, and then 
uh, news about prostitution with politicians and Sungri from Big Bang was involved in all of this. We talked about this, like the club situation, a couple podcasts like episodes ago. And basically how we thought about it, it was just like, cause Sungri said like, I was uh, like, I uh, endorsed the club, but I was never like part of management or anything like that. So everybody just kind of like brushed it off. Cause it was like, Sungri was saying, oh, well, you know, I'm going to the military. So I had to cut all ties with anything for the past, I don't know how many months. So it was just like, oh, you know, maybe they're just putting his name to- It was to- believable. Yeah, exactly. But then- we didn't think yeah, much of it. but now that uh, started a whole snowball effect, and it's just wild. Basically, he had a whole group chat with um, CEOs of different companies, and he would bring them, like, girls in order to get investments for YG. And basically, yeah, they would just be like, oh, well, you know, basically, I'll sell you this girl for $10 million or whatever, and then you'll give me that money, and... Not even, not even that too. I see where people were would bring this into like a sex trafficking ring because like the girls weren't like prostitutes. Yeah, so like, well, some of them were some, and then some, some were drugged. Were drugged and like taken to rooms where they would just like assault these girls, like mm-hmm. with people in the room. No one cared. Or the or they would record it and then right. they would post it in this group chat and everybody would just laugh, like have a jolly good time over this girl's traumatic like probably the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to her and they're just disregarding her as a human being the saddest part to me is that none of these girls ever came forward about anything so it meant that these girls were like well i just got really drunk and like something happened and that's it so they never thought it was like a thing that needed to go any further which is so sad like that's Mm -hmm. like the worst thing you can possibly like do to someone Besides, like, murdering them. Mm-hmm. And these girls don't think, like, it's a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, uh, so there is a group chat that involves Sungri, some politicians, and a few other uh, celebrities. So Jung Jun Young, who is, like, the main predator in all this, he's mm-hmm. the one that was recording the girls, sleeping with the girls, raping the girls, drugging the girls, and then posting them to the group chat with his friends. Um Young Jung Hyung, which is the one, honestly, that hurt me the most because I'm a, such a big Highlight fan. He was also involved. He said he never partook in sending videos, but he didn't say anything about it. And he knew about it all this time. Jung Hyun from FT Island. Mm-hmm. Um, piece of garbage as well. He was one of the ones that was like, oh, like, just bring me a bitch. Stuff yep. like that. Yep. Like, oh, yeah, I'll sleep with this girl, whatever. Got his friend one of the guys a politician's son or something to cover up a dui an accident that he caused because he was drunk driving um they paid off the police numerous times which is leading to a whole nother investigation taxis exist and um jung hyun from cn blue who wasn't in the group chat technically but got sent the videos as well and also said some insanely derogatory things that's the one that hurt me the most. Same. CM Blue was the second group that me and Carolina got into. First like, it was Shiny and then it was CM Blue. Like, and wow. Wow. And, and, you know, so this whole situation is bringing into light not only obviously like what these idols did, but it's also bringing into light the fact that there's police bribery going on a lot in South Korea for anything, really. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of like money being involved in these clubs to try to get 
like secret videos like that's a big thing in Korea and it's been going on for a while that women are being secretly recorded in like bathrooms and things like that because even for tourists when they tell them that if you go to a public restroom look around in the stall before you like do anything and if yeah. you see a tiny hole like poke it with something because and because there might be a, ca- a camera there so, or two-way mirrors, too. Yes. So that's been going on for a long time. And this is just bringing into light even more that that's happening and nobody's really doing anything about it. So basically, the tip of the iceberg is this whole situation with the idols doing all this crazy shit. But then that just brought into account every, like, all into light, all the corruption that's in the government yeah. and any business and, and all the stuff that's happening behind the scenes in South Korea. Yeah. And like the rape court, the the rape culture that is being enforced. Yeah, which is wild. And on top of that, too, you have the whole thing with like the people involved being like celebrities. So that's a whole other intimidating factor because these girls are like, who are they going to believe? Like me, this girl who got way too drunk, quote unquote, at a club, which I mean, obviously she was drugged, but she's not, you know, you don't remember that. Or like this guy who's in one of the biggest bands in the world type thing or in the country or seen as like a brother of the country or son of the country. So like, it's really sad. But once these things start happening, like Carolina said, like it just brings to light all these other issues to the point that like now it's so out in the open, they can't hide anything and something has to be done now. Because now you, there's no like going back and pretending it didn't happen. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of these girls didn't know that they were being recorded. They probably still didn't know until this stuff happened. Exactly, yeah. So they never thought, oh, well, someone else is going to know about this. So this was just like a secret they kept to themselves. But now, like... Because, of course, when the police have the videos of these girls, they're going to bring these girls in. Like, this is a whole, like, having to relive this after, and this was in 2015 is when this started. So who knows how many girls. They probably put this in the back of their memory, and this is just, like, triggering them, like, all over again. And that's so sad to think about. Exactly. And it's not fair. Like, it's not fair, especially because this fucking prick, when he apologized, quote-unquote, I didn't feel any guilt. I still don't feel any guilt. I'm pretty much apologizing because I got caught. That's what Basically. his apology should have been. Yep. That's literally and what then he should have said. That's the thing, too, said. with yep with JJY, too, the thing is that he got caught for something like this in 2016. And in one of the group chats, one of the text messages that got released, he basically was telling, like, he sent a video of him reading his apology letter and everybody in the group chat was just like, LOL, yeah. like, you sound so fake, like, haha, like, who wrote this for you, blah, blah, blah. So even when he did his whole, like, apology thing in 2016, he did not mean anything. Oh, no, it. not at all. So, Obviously. And it was like, I was on, like, Instagram, not Instagram, on Twitter, like, people quote tweeting, like, these girls, like, oh, I'll always be by your side. I was like, he's a fucking monster. He's mm-hmm. a predator. Mm-hmm. Like, he... I read a thread about an experience a fan had in France at one of his concerts. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, yep. Girls back to his hotel and was like, oh, do you want to fuck? Like, mm-hmm. I want you, you, and you. And, like, the other ones can just go or I'll let, let my band have you. I'm just like, I'm sorry? <laughs> what? Like, like, yeah. these girls are just, like, objects. Like, different flavors of cookies or yeah. some shit. Yeah. And I was just like, you're out of your fucking mind. Like, they're human beings. Except these guys, they're not human beings. They're these, yeah. No, they're predators. No, they're trash. They're not looking at it. So I know that obviously, um, the high uh, Hyun from Highlight left. Highlight Jungkook from FD Island left as well. But Lee Hyun from CM Blue, he did not leave. 
he's like he's like going on like hiatus and stuff and stuff right Mm -hmm. and his thing is that he's saying that well i wasn't in the chat room and i said you're still a little son of a bitch that don't mean nothing i think was he the one i know there was one like that in their like letter of apology they wrote like i put that in the back burner of my mind like i could i didn't even remember these things until now and i'm just like that just tells you like you, you did, are you yeah knew that this was going on and you just like kind of like brush it off like, like oh, a well, baby shit let me get out of it and like not say anything about it like that's so messed up if i knew about this i would not be able yeah. to sleep at night exactly especially and then um again to what you guys said like these people, I believe it was the FT Island honky, honky, Lee yeah. honky. FT, he even said it, he was just like, I give up on, um, on him, on John Hyun. And fans are just like, oh, don't give up on him. And he was just like, I give up. And then if it makes you think, like, he, they were a, a band for how long? Like 10 to 12 yeah, years like, or yeah. something like that? Ridiculous. Not even counting, like, training they, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If they were friends for that long, like, brothers for that long, and he can be like, that's fucked up. You need to get out of my life. Then you, as a fan that don't know this person, you should follow a suit because that just shows what a horrible person that is. Like, let's be real. Especially the fact that, like, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, lessen this crime, but, like, if he got, like, in trouble for, like, drunk driving or something, like, okay, if you're, like, all right, maybe he can get better and sober up and, like, you know, change his life around. But, like, the fact of, like, like the heaviness of the crime and the fact that the, he said these things and, like, just the way he treated, treated women, like, do you think he values you as a fan anyway? Like, he's not going to see you as, like, oh, I love my fan. He's seeing you as, A, like, a piece of meat, or B, just a meal ticket because you pay my bills because you buy my crap. Like, not, mm-hmm. like, he's not valuing, like, how much you love him. So it's, like, that should be super easy to be, like, no. Because obviously he doesn't see any value in me, like, if he's treating other women this way, too. So I don't understand the people, like, the females, the women who are standing behind him. Like, that always baffles me. Like, how low are you as an individual? Like, because what I think about, I was watching the Radio Star interview that they did with Big Bang, where Top was like, you know, I'm afraid of the people that he hangs out with because he's swayable. He's easily going to fall into a trap. And he did. Like, imagine, like, the way I thought about it is, like, one of us. Like, we're best friends. Like, we know everything about each other. Big Bang is the same way. FT Island is the same thing. Imagine you have this, even listeners in your friend group, like, your best friends, you have this perception of your best friend, your sister, your brother, the person that you've known for a long time, and they end up doing something like this. Like, how much pain does that give you? Like, I didn't know anything. Like, what could I have seen to prevented it? Like, right. to have prevented this? As a fan, even I was like, you know, he didn't even seem like that type of guy. Like, I truly don't know shit. Like, who else? Like, could I be standing behind? And I don't know who they are as a person. That's what. Uh, that's another topic that this has brought up, which is basically like you really don't know who these people are. Like, what they do behind closed doors. I understand, like, on Twitter, there were a lot of people, like, saying, like, oh, don't say that you hope your faves are not like this. Like, this is, that's lessening the situation. But I'm just like, no, it's not. Like, it makes you think, like, wow, what if so-and-so that I, it's my number one, like, per, like group or whatever, if one of the members is like this, like, it makes you think, like, damn, like, I hope it's not one somebody I stand because I don't want to give that person my support and like my time and like my money you know what i mean yeah. you've wasted all that time 
exactly and then on top of that another thing that like because we've been talking about this like within our friend group for since it like started unraveling and another thing that like we brought up was like the generational situations of it like all of these like idols that are in trouble and I'm not saying that like younger generations or whatever don't do this because that's completely false but like it's just crazy to see like the gap of like the generations and how like for them you're seeing all these videos come out about like just girls within the company that they're like fondling and like all over like out in the open and they don't think anything is wrong with it and it kind of like makes you think about how the idol industry how it's changed and how it still has a long way to go and it's just it's just crazy to see that like all these signs and clues like and no one did anything about it like everyone just kind of brushed it off to like oh you know like guys are like that like that's just how this generation is or that's just how we are and like no one saw any fault in that you know so I think that's just it's crazy yeah because even even now obviously you have like the older generation girl groups telling and even like boy like male you know idols anybody yeah yeah, like he show like telling younger groups like watch out for these idols But, like, you even look at company, and, like, there's companies. Fantagio offers a h- entire class in their training process on how to be aware of predators in the industry. Like, that's insane to think about, that someone has to be trained to be able to handle that situation. So, I mean, the fact that things are, people are taking steps forward to prevent this with their idols is great, but the fact that it even has to be a thing to begin with is insane yeah well if you think about it for like women in general for like for girls young girls we've been quote-unquote trained for that like our entire lives because like don't want you to make sure you watch your drinks don't put your drinks down don't get too drunk make sure you stay in groups like why are you walking around after this certain time like there are things that like like as someone I can't remember who said this but like teaching young girls like how not to be raped instead of teaching males how not to rape so like yeah and so it's just crazy to think about like and like we were saying these poor girls are probably sitting around thinking like this is my fault I should have did this or maybe I should have stayed with my friends or maybe I shouldn't have like he bought me a drink maybe I shouldn't have taken that drink from him you know what I mean instead of like putting the blame on the predator they're like blaming themselves because that's kind of what we've been taught like we should have took these steps I want to tell these girls and anyone that's been in this situation that this is not your fault. It is 150% the guy's fault or girl, like whatever happens. Exactly. Whoever did the deed, that's their fault. You didn't have to do absolutely anything wrong. Rape is rape. And that is it. That's the end of it. I don't care who the hell you are, how much money you got, what the situation was, how drunk she was. I don't give a shit. You are a rapist and deserve to burn in hell. And I know uh, the most recent news we got is that some of the like local, so like people that are not like celebrities and like the policemen, um, some of them are getting exposed as of right now. Good. Um, a lot of people are just like, oh my God, can they just release all the names at once? And I'm just like, no, they're releasing them one by one because they need... If they release them all at once, somebody's going to focus on just one idol and call it a day. Oh, yeah. Like, one by one. they released it one by one, so then each of them could get the heat. Yeah. Like, the heat, mm-hmm. the hot seat. The thing is, too, isn't the reporter missing? Or the main investigator or something? Apparently so. His house got set on fire, and he's been, yeah. like, no one has heard from him since. Yeah, apparently so. The main investigator is missing, and he said it. He was just like, if I go missing and nobody can find me, just know that I will never, like, commit suicide for this situation. Mm-hmm. They came for me and killed me. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that's scary. <laughs> like, that is so scary. 
this little SBU episode. I think like this is the wildest like K-pop related yeah. scandal. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Because not only was it in K-pop, but then it opened up a whole other yeah, bag of worms underneath like, so in the actual. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like in actual like South Korea, like government and politics and and like the industry and like businesses and all that stuff. It's crazy. Obviously, like, what we say right now, like, this is just, like... Reports and what we've read. Yeah. Like, what we've read and, like, our our thoughts and, like, opinions and things like that. If you want to know more about this, like, please go and read, like, the articles There's and so get it, get edumacated, okay? Edumacated. Because <laughs> this, so this is just back. a tiny bit. Yep. Yeah. This is just the bit that K-pop stands know about because it involves K-pop artists, but this goes back years and tons of investigations and tons of corruption and it's just it's crazy but i mean i feel like because like k-pop idols are involved like not that this situation is a good thing but like it i feel like it brought it to light more because k-pop like, especially international k-pop fans like they're gonna talk about this constantly they're gonna bring this to light i feel like if it was just like some random club owner who was doing this, like, it would still be under wraps. Like, there would be an investigation, but it wouldn't be as big of a news. So low-key, yeah. the fact that there was idols involved, it actually helped, like, push the case and, like, expose everything because people were just like, yeah. this is crazy. The underlining thing I want from this is that the girls get justice and not just, yeah. like, some petty, like, slap on the wrist. Like, no, or I apology. I burn in hell for each... Chair. Yeah, electric chair. Um, we're going to move on to things we actually enjoy talking about now mm-hmm. um and it is time again for save me spark notes okay so we start this episode of save me spark notes with Jin contemplating his whole entire life mm-hmm. he gets yeah that. he gets sent back again like he's starting over again and he's just like what, what did I do wrong? Like, why am I waking up at the same time at 10 o'clock on April 11th again? And then he starts having flashbacks of all his failed attempts of saving his friends. And, you know, he's just like, you know what? Forget it. Like, I'm not even going to try anymore. Like, is it worth it? Like, is me going in this loop over and over, saving them when some of them don't want to be saved? Is it even worth it? And then he sees a picture of all of them on the beach. And he's like, you know what? I got to try again. I can't quit on my homies. So he has all these <laughs> he has all these homies for life. He can't pour one out. It's not ready to pour one out for the homies yet. You got to try. <laughs> got to try to save them. So he has all these sticky notes and he's just like, Namju, gas station, check. Jungkook, construction site, check. Which I forgot he was at a construction site this whole time. So I was like, wow. And I thought it was just like a random building. Me too. I was like, oh, okay. And he goes, Hosek, on the bridge. Hope on the street. Check. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so this time he goes back. It's May 10th. And we see Hobie walking on the bridge. And then boom, he starts to collapse. But good old Jin, good old Super Jin, is there to catch him before he falls. Fall, everything, fall, everything. So then they're having flashbacks of them, like, at school, hanging out being the hardy boys, having a good time. Then Hobie wakes up, and he's like, whoa, he's in Jin's car. Imagine, like, walking on the bridge, that's all you remember, and then you wake up, and you're in your best friend's car that you haven't seen in, like, four years. <laughs> so he's, like, super confused, and he's like, Jin, what are you doing here? He's like, uh, for 
America, you bitch. Really? <laughs> How dare you? And then she's like, yo, calm down. Like, because, you know, Jen, Jen's seen these fools like 52 times within the span of 24 hours. So he's not even phased about this. Yeah. So every time they're excited to see him, he's just like, calm down. Like, I literally saw you two minutes ago. You just don't know that. <laughs> for so, the 20th time. For the down. 20th time. And I'm really starting to get aggravated. And I almost didn't come back for you. But <laughs> <laughs> I almost just let you all die. <laughs> right? You're welcome. See, so Hobie's all excited. He's like, wow, how did you find me? This is crazy. Oh, my God. And he's just like, <laughs> where are we? Yeah. Sure. Where are we going? And he's just like, to the hospital. He's like, where nah. <laughs> engine truck he's like bring out dora the hospital he's like nah i gotta go to work mind you he just passed out <laughs> on a bridge but he gotta make that shut up he's like me no matter what i always end up at work yeah he's like look i need this i need this paper and i'm like i gotta call out I got to call out. He's like, no, I got to go to work because comeback is in 24 days and I got to pre-order the albums and the DVDs and buy concert tickets and flights. <laughs> you didn't know? So he gives him his medicine. And he's like, here, take this. And he's like, well, actually, Hobie takes his medicine and Jen's like, wow, you're still taking medicine? As in, like, I don't know why he was so shocked about that. Like, you saw him pass out. Obviously, he's still on medication, but, you know. And then... They talk about his illness and how they don't know what's causing it, if he'll ever get better, yada, yada. Then he notices the sticky notes on Jen's dashboard, and he's just like, why do you have everyone's names and check marks by them? And then Jen's just like, Ooh. uh, okay, bye, and kicks him out of the car. <laughs> he literally kicks him out of the car and drives away. <laughs> always, Dang. always like, Okay, cool. So you see Hobie. He's working at a McDonald's. I don't know if it's a McDonald's. It looks like a McDonald's or a Burger King. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So he's like, wow, I saved one of them. And then Hobie's just like, wow, he's so weird. I don't know what's going on with Jin. So everybody's talking about how weird Jin is. Hobie's talking to Namjoon. They're like, yeah, I don't know. He just reappeared out of nowhere. No one knows what's happening. Do you think he's in trouble? He's like, I don't know. Like, I haven't seen him in years, so who knows why he keeps showing up. And then up. he just appeared at the right exact moment. Yeah, so they're like all the confused moment. why he's just, like, popping in and out of their lives at the right moments, even though they haven't talked to him in years. You're like, we don't give a phone call, but he's there when I'm about to start a fight, and he's there when you're passed out on bridges. <laughs> <laughs> and that, then he just he just drops us off and leaves, and we're like, okay, cool. And so then Hobie jumps on a scooter, and June's like, mm, I don't think it's the safest decision for you. For you, mm-hmm. who passes out randomly, to be riding a scooter. He's like, eh, I just borrowed it. It'll be fine. And then he gets a text message. He from, dies. No, he gets a text no. from Jen saying, I need yeah, to talk to you. And he looks over and he sees Jen. He's like, Jen! Jen! He's literally <laughs> screaming Jen as Jen's window is rolled up. So I don't know why he thought that was going to work. But <laughs> he's like screaming Jen from three lanes over. So Jen's light turns green and he takes a turn. And Hobie's like, I got to catch him. And so Hobie just decides to just zoom out in traffic to catch Jin. And then we just hear screech. And that's it. Oh, God. Yeah. Which was dumb on his Hobie. part. Yeah. He's like, why are you zooming across three lanes of traffic? Just make a Yui. Like, I don't just wait till your light changes and then make, I don't know, whatever. So basically, it's just like now the boys are starting to be more aware of Jin and they're kind of confused as to like why he keeps like popping in and out and not really explaining things to them. He's just showing up and leaving. Things would be so much easier if there was just communication. 
Right? Like, if Jen is like, I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but I'm going to tell you this now because I'm probably going to mess up somewhere. I'm going to start this over and you're going to remember this. It's going to feel like deja vu, but you're going to remember. Exactly. Like, if anything like this ever happens, just tell me straight up, guys, and be like, Ayo, I'm going to tell you what you ate for breakfast this morning. And then I'll be like, what? And then I'll just believe you. But like, I think with our, our friend group, we're so weird that we wouldn't even need proof. Like yeah, if that's cat, true. If Cat woke up and was like, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, we'd be like, if Cat <laughs> woke up and was like, today. I yeah, I relive this entire thing. I already know what's happening. Like, you're going to do this. You're going to do this. Like, I'm stuck on a loop. We'd be like, oh, you know what? I bet because you were acting weird the other day when I said I wanted Cheerios, you already had them ready. Like, stupid <laughs> like that. Like, you said something was like, wrong. I knew it. Yeah, exactly, because our friend group is so weird, it wouldn't even be an issue. Um, It is time for comebacks. The first one we're going to talk about is Woosuk and Gualin, the tall babies. The unit debuted with their song, I'm a Star, with their album, 9801, which is filled with bops, honestly. Oh, my God. This song, I'm a Star, I love this. I also love the visuals of this song. Like, the music video is bomb. They look so good. When they're eating their little dumplings. Yeah, when they're at the Chinese restaurant eating the dumplings. In the fire. My favorite part is the little dance they did and how they, like, switch sides with their little... Yes! Check that footwork! Check that footwork! Oh my in god! The live stage, there's a part where Gualin gets on top of Wusa. Oh yeah, like a piggyback and like does like a Superman thing. Yeah, I was like this is amazing. I'm They're like, so cute. It's like you know how we always say like this, but make it this. I was like yeah. cute, but make it hip hop. Cute, but make it hip hop. I love it. It's like it's like a very catchy beat, and it's yeah, like it's such so a good. fresh and and like young sound. It is. I absolutely love it. And the editing for the music video, it's like how you guys were talking about for TXT's video, how they did that whole thing, like switching it up, and yeah. it's like there, it's like the angles, and it all switches to like a different dimension type yeah. thing. They did the same thing. I thought it was so so cool. I like when they announced. Like yeah, when they announced the whole like new subunit, I like how we like this was not on our radar. Like we never thought that no. it would be these two. I never thought I would be this blessed to have the two of them together. Like, and it it's amazing. It was like a rumor that they're like best friends, like they're really good friends, but yeah. you never saw them together. Like, ever. Yeah. Ever. So the fact that we got a whole ass unit, I was like, uh. what? They were preparing us. They were just like, watch, we're just going to drop this on them because they don't expect it. Boom. And this better be a permanent unit, okay? With I little, hope so. With no little town foolery cube, okay? Speaking of two, Pentagon is having to come back. So I throw that Woo! in there. Oh, my God. Yes. So excited. Anyway, but yes, I love this song. I love the two of them. They're giants. And I'm just. But they're babies. They're and so they have a lyric, which I think is really great because I just described it as very fresh and young. And they literally have a lyric that says forever young, forever fresh. And uh-huh. That's exactly what the song is. So I was just like, yeah, clever. Like, this is really good. And like, I think on one part, um, Gwalin says Wusuk's name, but he says like Wusoki or something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, so like Wusoki Hyung or something like that. Yeah, it was cute. Oh, and they're just like, oh, I'm a star, so I'm going to live however I want. Like, I do whatever I want in life. I'm just like, stop. Yes, you like- fucking tell them. <laughs> You're right, but also for personally like, attack. I'm like, wow. Like, 9801, I wish that had been the unit name. I feel like that's such a dope yeah. like, name. Well, we're just going to call them that. That's what they are. Yeah, let's just call them that. Call <laughs> let's it a just day. make their <laughs> It's official. That's they just are, it. When we say 9801, we mean Wusuk and Gualin. Wow, we've. Yes. yes. It's a, the whole album is amazing, so listen to it. 
Um, a group that debuted this week uh, called Argon. They debuted with a song called Master Key. And honestly, the video was way better than the song, in my opinion. The music video was lit. As soon as it was dark and then like the lights just started turning on and then all of a sudden like a member appeared with a row of lights, I said, this is it. You fucking right. I said, this is it. This is how I perish. This is how I get thrown into a seizure. <laughs> lights like at first when it was just like a light on each member i was like ah ah and they all started coming and i was like ah ah <laughs> the ass change yeah no it, i mean it's like a high intensity like edm song yeah so yeah. I, I feel that there were definitely needed to be some strobe lights um but i thought the music video was like it was really cool but it just confuses me because i'm just like okay why is the girl going into this little hole but then the key is up it's above her. Like, was she grabbing the key from that black hole? Yeah. Like, she was. She had to get the key from the black hole so she can try to get out. What is she doing in this room with all this? Just looking at that room made my eyes hurt. Amazing. Like, but yeah, besides that, I feel like the song was all right. Yeah. It was like lit, but at the same time, it was just like, ah. Okay, like, well, it makes me wonder with the like amount of monster rookies that are just having these like boom, boom debuts. I wonder if like if that wasn't the like norm right now, would this would our opinions have changed? Like, would we have been like, oh yeah? But like with the new expectations, maybe yeah. I feel like now that's a, that's the thing. I feel like now because of all these rookies coming out like so strong with these like uh, super amazing songs and concepts. I feel like the bar has been... The bar has risen. Okay, yeah. So I feel like the bar has risen because of all of that. So maybe. But I mean, I feel like either way, they there's a, one of the guys, like the first guy that sings in this song. Mm -hmm. His tone of voice is super unique. My, the, the guy that I liked was the one with the chokers. Like the choker with like the round charm with the brown hair. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking dope. So I feel like, you know, obviously this is their debut. I mean, you. I don't know what they're gonna come out with next. So the next thing could be like the wow, Shazam! I love it. Um, we're gonna. Uh, I mean, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was gonna be quiet. I was like, I can't do it. Um, Mama Moo came back with Go Go Bebe, and it's not my favorite. It's not. I feel like the sound was too urban than what Mama Moo needs to be doing. I feel like they were trying to be too hip with what's, like, going on now instead of yeah. going with, like, what suits them. And I know, like, lyric-wise, the song is like, let's go out and party and get drunk and stuff like that, but the music video did not give me those vibes. And it, it just didn't match well. And again, the sound just threw me off. I was just like, this is not the sound that Mama Moo should be doing. Even, like, the choreography, I was just like, hmm, this feels awkward to me for them as yeah, a whole. Same. Like, it just didn't feel right. I was just like, this is not, I mean, like, obviously we're, I'm not going to say that I'm the number one Mama Moo stand because, let's be real, I'm not. None of us are. But, I obviously. To me too. But yeah, we, we give credit where credit is due. Like, even if it's someone that we're just kind of, eh, we were like, you know, it's good. Or I liked it. Like, okay. But, like, it's not even, like. This was just not it. Mama will go back to like whatever you've been doing before because quirky vocals. Um, some of the outfits were cute. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's I true. agree. <laughs> eh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Let's move on to an oh, amazing. Talk about this though, amazing vocalist Park Bob Park is my finally girl back. Is back. Oh my god, I'm so fucking happy! The music video was so pretty. Like when she was, was laying so in the grass, and it was just like the side of her face. I know, and she she looks like a real life doll. She y'all. does look like, like a doll. seriously. But that was so pretty. I was like, I'm oh. just so happy that she's back. But yeah, the music video is super pretty. I really really liked it. And I also like that one of the lyrics is like, will it be spring again in my heart? And because even in the song, like you could tell this kind of like her saying like this darkness like overflowed me. Mm. And then now like, can it mm-hmm. can it be spring? Can it yes. please be spring? Yep. And I like the lyrics. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And it was just like so especially everything she went through. Like, yeah, it was, it was really it was, nice. she was just like it was part that said she was like, I was a fool or something or they thought I was a fool or something like that. And I was just like, oh, so she went through so much. And now she's just like, at first, I didn't know if I was going to do music again. Like, that's what I got from the lyrics. But now, like, it's spring in my heart and I'm finally coming back to doing what I love, regardless of what people are saying. And I'm just like, oh, you go, queen. And I love the wordplay because spring in Korean is bum. Uh-huh. Is park bum. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy she's back. And she's like one of the best vocalists ever. And she deserves everything. And YG ruined her. And I'm so glad mm-hmm. that she found a CEO who is going to take care of her and do great things for her. And the song is amazing. And I love that Dara is on the song with her. And Yes. Yes. But you know what? Karma is a bitch because YG getting it right now. But anyways. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she's probably laughing like my While prescriptions thriving. that I had to take for my anxiety ain't shit compared to what you're doing right now, my friend. Bitch. You right. But yes, Park Bomb, do your thing. Um, Lay and Far East Movement had a song come out together. They did a little collab called Lovebird. And I love it. And I love Far East Movement. But they they, they sampled the song. In yes, this. yes. It's from the Spin and Doctors. I, it's called Two Princes. And I love that song. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. I literally... I was listening to it and I'm just like, this is this is another song. Ba-ba, and why can't I remember what the song is? But I know this beat. Yeah, from the spin doctors. That's see, I could remember all of that, but I couldn't remember the lyrics. So I was like, "Who the heck is this?" I forgot. Yeah, spin doctors, two princes, released in 1991. Ooh, ooh, even yeah, it was. I really like that. You know, when like VH1 used to do the whole like, "I love the 90s" and "I love," oh my god, yeah, that's the only thing I remember. Yeah, because I love watching. Like I would binge. Like I would be like, stay up late. I'm like, yes, I have to watch all of them. It's me. <laughs> so Lay is the main, obviously the main singer, and he's singing in Chinese and English. And it's a obviously they sampled the song, but it's really good. I mean, Far East Movement it. just they always do great things. Drops mic. Oh, I, there isn't a music video for it, which is fine. Um, but the video that they did post for it, it was like these like two birds that had like different like neon colors and they would just blink to the beat i don't know i like yeah <laughs> yeah i saw that too yeah i saw that newest yes mm-hmm. not newest talk about newest everybody newest newest back together <laughs> oh 
I'm so happy. With the whole ass fan song. Oh my god, the song is so a song for you. Beautiful. It's so beautiful. And oh. Minhyun starts it in my whole life. I know. His voice. Died. Oh my god, when I heard it, I was just like, oh, you sound Tell me sounds, how. I, oh. I literally was six seconds in and I had to pause it because I have tears in my eyes already. He sounds oh. like he's at home. Like everything is great in the world and his voice is beautiful. And I'm just like, I love him so much. First of all, I just have to talk about how beautiful this song is because I literally cried for like 10 minutes. The lyrics, it. like, this is a song that I would want someone to write for me. Yes. Like, specifically, oh, so when Min Hyun said, he said, okay, when you say you're not lonely, I'll hug you tighter. When you say you miss me, I'll appear in front of you. I said, wow, I miss oh you. God. I was like, I, I miss, miss you. <laughs> Rings bell. I miss you. <laughs> Uh, it's like, you know, that button that says uh, yep. easy. Yep. It's going to be Minhyun. <laughs> and then the other one, it says never change and always be there. Be by my side. I was like, done. Mm-hmm. I love it. Always. I love it so much because it basically even I know I remember I don't remember exactly what the lyrics said, but it was just like even in the times that it was like dark for for me or whatever, like you held out your hands for oh, me. Yeah. On oh, the yeah. path of tears, you reached your hand out to me. Yes. And you know what was beautiful? Okay, let me let me just talk about this that I freaking loved in this song and I miss so much. The transition from Minhyun's yep. voice to Beko. To Beko. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the transition from Minhyun to Beko. Like, oh my God, then vocals. And then let me just oh. say, Beko doing them ad-libs and in the background and then he does the high note and then oh my god i was living my best life i love the ending with the high note transitions between Bako and minhyun like yeah would do like the lower and then minhyun did the high register and i was just like oh my god and it was pretty i can't wait for a whole newest album again like this is (laughs) i need a newest tour i need newest to go on tour like i I know saying I need it to be my music taste, and I need a whole ass fan sign, and I need. If it they now. do this, if they do this in two weeks, I'm going to laugh. Stop! Shut <laughs> up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Yo, no, this. I mean, okay, you guys know how I feel. If about newest fan go to KCon. Oh my, oh my oh. again oh my god again but as, oh. but but now but as, as newest not as newest W as newest girl I would also like to say. That Aaron is the most sweetest person in the world. He's so I cute. got the chance to, like, low-key briefly talk to him at KCON. is mm-hmm. so sweet. He is this, oh, my gosh. Like, when he, like, looks at you and talks to you, he, like, looks you in your eyes, and he's just, like, Aww. Yeah, even when we were, like, sitting and waiting for interviews, when he passed by, he said hello to everyone every time. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. Well, I was shook staring up back home. I was just, like, my, like, oh. That was Minhyun with me. He stared at me the whole time he was walking past. I was, like, okay, sir. <laughs> you he can, knew. like, stop. Like, yeah. I see you. I know you. Know. I, know. I know. He's like, I know you're wantable. He was looking at me like, I know you, bitch. And I was like, they know, they all know. They can tell. They just, they sense they it in the know. air. We just, the pheromones that we give off. Yep. <laughs> just like, yo. It's like when I, wa- when I walked into that room for Got7, you gave knew. <laughs> they were like, mm. yep. every they one all, of like them they, knew Carolina. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Right. And I think that's cool, though. Like, I feel like they can definitely tell if you're a fan. It's more specifically, like, if they're, like, your bias or whatever. Like, they know. Hey, no. Oh, Daniel knew. Yeah, Daniel knew he was. Not I would him. like to know. I would like to think that Sungwon knew too because he only touched two people's hands. It was the very first girl, the very first part of the tunnel, and then me. And I was like, suck on that. <laughs> 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 so excited. <laughs> 
He said, this giant, wonderful Tarzanian <laughs> woman, she Amazonian. loves me. That's what that's what Terica is. She's an Amazonian oh, woman. This woman that's seven feet taller than me. <laughs> I love her. I'm gonna have to jump to get to her hand, but it's okay. He didn't have to jump. I got the work. I was my ass was all in the air. I was bent all over that rail. <laughs> There's no way in hell I'm missing. She no said, "No, baby, I'll come down to you." <laughs> Don't worry, I got that you. Is, that's so nice of you, Terika. You almost had to touch the floor for him. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, okay. Um. Yes, but Newest oh did that. I love Minhyun. I love his voice. I'm so glad he's back with them. Yes. Anyway. It feels uh, like yes. It feels like you know when you get that special edition of like of uh action figure and then you complete the set that's what it feels like (laughs) honestly yeah like like the limited edition like damn i have been looking for this for five years i finally found it for a reasonable price oh my god and then you bring it home and then you just set it right with the rest of the pieces to make the perfect set touch it so it's perfect in there damn yeah no this song is very sentimental like so emo i'm so happy and i know that they were talking about it it was to celebrate their seven years together I know, and like it makes me so happy because within their V Live, they were saying how was it Beck Becko? Yeah, I think Becko like texted them all and was just like, "Hey, like if you could tell um, the fans, like what do you want to tell the fans?" And they like wrote big old paragraphs and sent them to them, and that and then Becko like put them all together in Aww. lyrics. And I'm wow, like, this is yeah. the same energy. Like <sighs> when I tell you guys, if you guys would tell your bias one thing, what is it? <laughs> but basically, basically, I mean, hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope they stand us like, as much as we stand there. Right? I'll write a song. <laughs> right? I wonder, right? I wonder if they just like think about a fan and be like, you know what? That fan's so great. Like if, I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I like to think that that happened to me. When we threw our mini ears, I like to think that they were like, wow, who was the genius girls that decided to throw real $50 mini ears on the <laughs> I mean, probably. They took them with them. I hope all of your faves love you as much as you love them. That's my wish yeah. for everybody. I thought she was about to say as much as Hobie loves me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true statement. Another iconic comeback for this week is Epic High. And let me just tell you, they came out with a beautiful masterpiece of an album, but the title song called Love Drunk. Featuring it's, Crush. Yes, featuring Crush. And wow. Like, so the whole theme of the album is like being sleepless in and it's a fill in the blank. So it's like about not being able to sleep. And the music video for this song is so awesome. IU is in it. Yes. It's so theatrical. And it's like kung fu fighting, but like Wait, dramatic. And I said it's kung fu fighting. <laughs> I thought she said kung fu. She did say kung fu. Is that like a new style from like <laughs> another country? <laughs> Dominican Always clowning arts. my accent. <laughs> no, I just loved it. It was so cute because you were so excited. I was just like, I love Carolina's accent. It was so cool. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. It reminded me of the movie uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I know that's like two different cultures because Crouching Tiger is what Chinese or whatever. I don't even know. But like, just the whole yes. like, whenever she was like, Poof, and she'd fly in the air and do like the flips. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It was really cool. It, it was a really like cool. Memoirs of a geisha. I really like that it's like the lyric wise is like once you get away, like you want to get away from somebody or forget them. Uh-huh. But once you do, you feel even more lonely um, about it. And I was reading through and in interviews, uh, Tablo was just like, you know, 
in the music video, basically, yeah, basically they're like uh, the teacher and the student, okay. and the yeah, and the student is always trying to obviously like beat the master and like try to you know become better and things like that. But then when the when the master dies, the student realizes like, wow, like what do I do now? Yeah, I just kind of took it as like for them because they're like icons in like k-hip-hop and i feel like it's them like passing the torch like they're the masters but now it's the students turn to like take it but they're gonna always be there to like guide them you know what i mean because like when she was crying whenever the master died or whatever but then she was having these flashbacks of like lessons that she was teaching her so like that was kind of my takeaway from it like it's now time for the younger generation but we'll always be there to show you like the roots and how it's done it's yeah because i have a mutual who loves k-hip-hop she loves epic high they're one of her like favorite groups but she told me that she saw it as something similar but as them branching out as just epic high and like what they've learned in the industry so far they're taking with them now is what she said she took it as which i think makes sense as well yeah it makes a lot of sense but for me epic high in general like they of course, they've been together forever, but they've just found a niche where all three of them have just the perfect parts that they play. Yeah. And it's together, they're just, it's a masterpiece. They're like, it's a genius. And I think this is like the perfect, like, example of that. And adding Crush into this song was. It's like Crush singing, and then it's like a rap, and then boom, it goes again into Crush, like, with the vocals, like, the actual, like, singing part longer. And that was like, it. It just, it was so great. Like, such a great mix. I'm going to put it into an analogy of food. It was, like, a really moist, like, brownie. (laughs) But Crush was, like, the perfect, like, scoop of ice cream on top of the, like, deliciously moist brownie. Analogies with cat. Right? Like a true (laughs) tourist. My favorite song from the album is Eternal Sunshine. Oh, my gosh. Oh, mine is Rain Again Tomorrow. Oh. I love the beat. Mine is, um, I have to, <clears throat> actually, the whole album. But Terrica <laughs> culture. But my favorite I'm is saying. no different. But then I really, really love the strings of A Lullaby for a Cat. Oh, my God. Terrica, why are we the oh same my- person? <laughs> Libra culture. Literally, yeah, no. My favorite, yeah. Like, my favorite song is No Difference. Like, but then I have a thing that those three songs the the last three songs so no difference rain against tomorrow uh, rain again tomorrow and then it's just because no difference i love it but then you have rain again tomorrow compliments it super well but then the transition <sighs> from rain again tomorrow to lullaby for a cat oh my god it's okay so like pretty. that is wild i've talked about this before and how much i love when songs transition into one another and like Oh my god, that song is just so good. And I know that he tweeted, Tablo tweeted, and he was just like, There's a longer version of Lullaby for a Cat. And I'm like, Excuse me, <gasps> please release it. Yes. Like yeah, I want we it. Need and it. I want to play it for my cats. <laughs> but I love it. Cause it's like in the tr- in the Lullaby for a Cat, like if it it you know, it's like a lullaby. It feels like he's even saying it, like I'm talking you in, yeah. like and and it even but even then it's like I'm helping you go to sleep. Because I'm tucking you in, but I, I need help falling asleep. But the strings on that song so are incredible. So good. I love it. But again, this album, like 15 out of 10, like. Oh my God. Wow. I love it so much. Oh my God. I love it's it. So 
which is so, funny because so I was just like, yeah, I got to listen to it. I haven't had the time. And then I listened to it. I was like, whoa, why did I not make time? <laughs> so pretty. So good. It's really pretty. I can't wait pretty. to see them. Sorry, just in my head. So times for songs of the week. Uh, my song of the week is uh, Rose by Young B. I've been listening to his album again. My song Yay. of the week is Our Summer by TXT. <laughs> A bop. This I'm not done. Bop. I'm not done with the album, guys. I'm not sorry. <laughs> okay, funny enough, because I have, of course, I have two songs of the week, and my song oh of the week <laughs> is Crown, because every time I listen to it, I literally cry. Like, I don't know yeah. what it's triggering in my, like, Damn. in my subconscious or something, but I just cry. And also, Tell Me I Love You by Ha Sung Woon. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, minus Long Black by Just Two. Yeah. I am not over that album and not over that song. I'm going to petition so we can play it. Put it on the Ariana Grande playlist. Be like, yeah, she totally listens to this song. I mean, you should. I mean, that it works. And it's like, oh, it's about coffee. Yeah, that's why she put it in the playlist. You're Come right. on. Still waiting Woo-woo. for Ameritai Khan to announce that they're going to have a unit debut. You're right. Ready for Mark Feel to it. take my coins with his new collection. You know I what? I'm mad at him. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. <laughs> I love the new like logo he did. I'm like, wow, you bitch. I'm just really mad Same. that he only put the feathers on the hoodies. And I'm like, it's summertime, bruh. Well, I'm going to buy a $70 hoodie I can't wear till next year. Like, Damn it. Yeah, right? Mark. <laughs> what the heck? California Mark. kids. Like, you need to know these things. You from here. You should know better. Anyway, um... So whether you are mad at Mark for not putting a feather on all the merch for his represent collection, I'm seriously or upset. you're going to a whole ass AT's fan sign, Carolina. Wow. <laughs> Make sure you always, always fan girl on. AT's isn't in the states. I don't know why you're talking. About. <laughs>